What is a six pack? Welcome to next time. Welcome to the Fit Life Show, where we share tips and tricks on fitness, food, family, and fun. Except for the unique percentage that is completely. Calorie count. Calorie count. Not sure what that All means. Right. Not sure what calorie count is, but... It is a uh, game that we're going to play real quick. It like is... Games. I like games. You I don't like games? games. You trying to get the closest to the correct calorie amount for this um, product without going over. Okay. It is the sausage. Like the price is right. <laughs> yeah. Except for the right. calorie yeah. is right. Okay. <laughs> the okay. calorie is right. Okay. Sausage McMuffin. And it is an English muffin, a sausage patty, American cheese, and salted butter. Is this from McDonald's? Yes. 720 calories. George? Um. <clears throat> It's probably more like 430 calories. Both are wrong. 400. Hmm. <laughs> I was significantly closer. You were though. significantly closer, <laughs> but you went over. <laughs> I significantly was not close. <laughs> that is correct, sir. No. And today, though, we're talking about six-packs. And not the six-pack of beer. That's Or six-pack of other things. We're that- talking about... Six pack of abdominal muscles. Yeah, which I have some. They're under there. Somewhere. Yeah, mine are somewhere under there too. They're, they're <laughs> under there, and I've seen them before. It's been protected by all the scurl that's under yeah. there. Right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, do you have six or more tips for getting a six pack? I mean, really, if you really want to break it down, in all reality, there's one tip for a six pack: diet. Six packs are made in the kitchen. Yeah. More so than in the gym? Great. Wow. Okay. I mean, we work out all the time. Right Zero now. Zero six pack. Right now? Yeah. Not really seeing it. Like a like a like maybe a shading <laughs> of a six pack. Shading. Or, or more like a two pack or something. <laughs> Not the There's loaded. a very faint image. <laughs> yeah. So I mean they're under there. But yes, definitely in the kitchen. So you can work out all the time. And you can do a thousand crunches every day yeah. for however long. And I've seen it many mm. times. But if you don't have your diet in control and you, the, you know the food and your percent body fat isn't low, yeah, you ain't gonna see them. Mm. You ain't never gonna see them. Yeah, I, you know, not saying that six packs aren't a healthy thing, but I would say it's probably more of an aesthetic than it is functional. If that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be functional. However, you know, having a strong core is important. So working your core, regardless if you have a six pack or, or regardless if you see a six pack, yeah, working mm-hmm. your core and having a you know solid core strength is going to be found you know fundamental and foundation to everything that you do. Yeah. Um, but when you really look at okay, can you physically you know visually see a six pack? It's more of an aesthetic thing, I would say. Yeah. My opinion, and well, not that I'm hating. I'm just. I mean, it sounds like you're hating a little. I'm bit. hating. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, I would agree to that for ninety nine percent, but. At the same time, heart issues and all of those kind of things, you know, a lot of that stuff's d- due to bellies and people too. So, I mean, you do want to strive for having a lean, you know, kind of tighter core just for health reasons, you know what I mean? So, do you have to see it to have the health reasons? No. But, I mean, you know, guys that have really, really big bellies and stuff like that, I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, those are the guys that end up with 
coronary heart disease and all that kind of stuff. So you do want an, a, a six pack and you have one, but you do want to work on leaning down, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, a, like I've been in the past or B like a lot of our members are or C like all the fitness people on yeah. the magazines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you know, you kind of alluded to it too, right? You know, working down to it, you know, and how do you get there, right? Well, once again, back to originally saying, right, it's all within the diet. It's all mm -hmm. within, you know, what you eat, what you consume. You know, so you're looking at, you know, your different whole foods. And once again, too, like, you know, you have the whole foods, you get the stuff that you need, you put, you know, what your body, you know, should be having reduces the diseases, coronary heart disease, high blood pressure, reduces all these other ailments. Yeah. Um, and then in turn, you know, hopefully the positive outcome would be you end up with a six pack. Yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of like all, you know, it's kind of twofold. Yeah. But we will give you some tips and tricks to um, feel good about yourself. Yeah. On top of the dieting, you know, obviously that is numero probably uno. Right. On it. Um, I would say, you know, good core kind of exercising would be good. Like I like planks, you know, something where you're kind of working all of your, you know, abdominal muscles, your rectus abdominal, your, your transverse abdominal, your obliques. Kind of everything, all at one kind of go round with a with a plank. So the problem with planks is a lot of times people do them incorrectly. They just they the they they carry the load in their lower back. They're not squeezing their abdomen or squeezing their glutes or core, you know, because the plank is full body, not just your abs. So you really got to focus on. And it's actually very difficult to get in the proper plank position. One of the kind of things that, you know, kind of tips and for individuals that want to do a plank is yeah. to get one of the, you know, a, you know, PVC bar or one of them plastic, you know, or not plastic, wooden rods that we have mm -hmm. in the gym. Mm -hmm. And you want to have three points of contact or four points of contact. Head, mid-back, buttocks, feet. Nice and straight, stiff as a board. If you can keep all those four contacts, three to four contacts, without the bar rolling off, or without you losing contact of any of those positions, yeah. you're in a good plank position. Yeah, you'd be surprised wow. at how difficult it is to keep that really straight, controlled position. Yeah, a lot of times you'll see people hunt, arching their back, hunching it, hips going up, hips yeah. sagging. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, or neck dropping down, neck too high. Mm -hmm. Like you, I'm talking about, like, it's just it's got to be that perfect straight line all the way down, wow. and a, and a, a rod of some sort, whether it be a PVC pipe wooden rod something to help you keep that rid that rigged position yep tip um, number dose number three what you got um honestly like for me it's just you know i i like hanging knee raises or hanging leg raises okay really get that good stretch and that extension and then using you know really nothing but core power but also too right because you see people doing them and you know you have that body and their body is swaying so yeah. once again, that helps you really engage that core to push them hips forward, keep your body nice and straight without it actually swinging back and forth, but yeah. also, you know, bring your knees up. And once you get the knees down, bringing the legs up without allowing your body to swing back and forth. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing, too, is kind of when you're hanging, but also pushing your hips forward, keeping your body straight and really keeping that core engaged to help on your knee to leg tuck raises. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is, I mean, a full body. I mean, you can use the little stirrups. Yeah, kind of throw your arms in if you can't hold yourself, but then also holding yourself and doing it like that is is good. And like you said, I mean, when you're coming down, I mean, obviously it's abs, but it's also back, yep, shoulders, arms, kind of 
you know, hips a little bit, their hip flexors and, you know, so it's, it's quite a bit. That's, that is a good one. I, I like that one. Um, I would say another thing for me would be, you know, just really staying hydrated, you know, kind of yeah. goes along with the dieting side of things. Uh, your body functions off of being hydrated. I mean, we're 80% water. All of our organs need water. Our muscles need water. I mean, everything in our body utilizes water. And so when you are hydrated, your body functions better. It digests food better. It, you know, all of your, you know, you don't get the fatigue and, and all that kind of stuff. So hydration is satiating, you know. So if you feel hungry, if you have a glass of water, sometimes that takes the edge off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so hydration is a biggie for me, you know. Yeah. And the old adage, I think, is still somewhat true. I mean, a gallon a day. Yeah. I mean, that's what you should be aiming for. You know. Um, but, you know, I mean, really it's based on your size too. Yeah. And if you are 400 pounds, more than a gallon of water is needed. If you're 100 pounds, a, 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 a gallon. gallon should, that should suffice. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know what I mean? You yeah. wouldn't necessarily need a whole gallon. But so shooting for a gallon, if you go over what you need, where you're a little bit under, it's not going to kill you. But really, you know, staying hydrated, I think yeah. that's good. Now, hydration also, you know, it doesn't, you know, yes, it includes water. That is the primary thing. But mm-hmm. also keep in mind, too, that if you are eating a very healthy diet, whole food, stuff that isn't highly processed, like, you know, American diet, let's be real, right? Anything you buy in the American store is, is highly processed items, highly processed foods. So yeah. Yeah. if you're not, if you're eating a whole food diet, you know, you also got to make sure you're putting in those electrolytes, you're getting that extra sodium, the magnesium. Uh, there's other things that your body also needs that you're not getting from the whole food simply being because they're not packed with it as you would be if you were eating processed. So one of the things that you may notice too, if you are on a whole food diet and you are consuming a good amount of water hydration because that's what you need to do, you may start to feel kind of sluggish, maybe even kind of, I wouldn't say nauseated, but kind of lightheaded. Probably not saying 100% will be the case, but it's usually like an imbalance of sodium in the body. Because you're not having the processed foods, so you're not having all that added salt in the in, in in your body. So you're you know ultimately your body does need sodium. It does need salt. So yeah. you always got to be cognizant of that too. If you are on a whole food diet, really kind of have a balanced hydration with water, but also ensuring that you're getting all the other you know extra minerals and stuff that your body's going to also need. Mm-hmm. So and there's water and lettuce and water and yeah a lot of the foods that cucumbers you, you consume anyways, especially on a healthy diet. You know, then so that goes towards your hydration as well. So it's like you, yes, getting a gallon jug is great. But I mean, if you're eating green leafies and stuff like that, I mean, obviously there's tons of benefit with that, but also I mean, there's water in it, all yeah. of them. So how many lettuce leaves do you need to have to get your gallon? A lot. <laughs> you couldn't eat enough. Should we do the calculating? <laughs> you, you couldn't do enough. 15 iceberg lettuces. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. Uh, I would say another tip. I mean, well, that was what, number five? I lost, I lost track. I lost track too. Um, I would say, going. I mean, really another good one is gut health. I mean, you know, everything kind of revolves around that gut health. So, I mean, if you don't have a good gut, everything else is going to suffer. Right, mm-hmm. so really gotta you know take that into account. So I mean, really think about you know you know when you consume food, you know kind of the same thing like you know with you know raw spinach versus cooked spinach, right? Your body's gonna intake that you know slightly different. You know, you may feel more gassy, more kind of have a bloat, or you know 
stomach might be gurgling a little more if you eat your spinach raw as opposed to if you were to eat it cooked, right? There's differences on how the body's going to digest. So uh, gut health is going to be primarily, I think, one of the top ones too, just because if you don't have good gut health, then overall your entire health is going to be impacted. Yeah. yeah, you can't really break down the food properly. Um, there's good bacteria in your gut that help yeah. with that kind of stuff. And so digestive when, enzymes. Yeah. So when you're talking gut health, I mean, some people are like, oh, I don't really know what that is. But I mean, there are, you know, and then you hear all the things about probiotics and all that kind of stuff, which would help with gut health. But, you know, then it's found, then you see things like different yogurts that said they had good active cultures in them and they really didn't, or they, the cultures they did have never made it to your stomach because you've got stomach acids and everything else. So if you're consuming these things that they could get broken down before they even get to your yeah. gut. So you just want to make sure that you, and again, if you're eating whole foods, you know, non-processed things that don't have like lectin and a lot of different uh, chemicals and things like that in them that, uh, you know, you're going to do better off, you know, your body's going to function better, um, you know, which then in turn, like you said, if you have to supplement some sodium or something like that, it's still sodium is still natural salt is still a natural food so staying natural get away from the processed stuff is really gonna and there's a lot i mean there's a lot of good products out there too to kind of help with the you know the hydration side especially if your body's lacking the sodium the magnesium electrolytes and so forth there's plenty of stuff out there obviously you know do your research uh we're not medical experts, obviously. Um, so anything that you do, um, especially if you have underlying health conditions already, just make sure that you're always consulting a medical physician, medical provider, to make sure that whatever you are going to be putting in is going to be in line with your, you know, your treatment, your medical care. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, those are some good tips and we go on and on, but I mean, I think those are six-ish yeah, uh, yeah. I, think we, I think we hit six. I yeah, lost track. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I did have one quick question, though. Now, a lot of the workouts that you guys mentioned are really great, but it kind of requires like something to hang on. Sometimes, like if you're in an apartment or something, a little hard to get at. Are there any workouts that are like floor exercises other oh, than planks? Planks was a good planks, one. Crunches, reverse crunches, okay. um, heel touches. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a plethora. The biggest thing with any Plethora. anything, yes, I like that word. Uh, with anything that you're doing at home or with your body weight is really understanding that it's not about speed. It's Correct. not about, you know, just getting through it. It's about full contraction of the muscle. Yep. Controlling you know, it. You know, so you don't want to just burn through anything. I mean, if you do anything and slow it down, you know, more than likely you're going to feel it way more than if you do it fast. So big tip with crunches, leg lifts, it's not about volume. any of that stuff, slow it down. Think about what you're doing. I, I'll usually tell clients, you know, put your fingers on your abs. I mean, you may not see them, but more than likely well, as you as you put a load, you know, contract those muscles, you can feel something moving under there. Hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that will help give your your brain a mind to muscle connection which then allows you to kind of use that muscle more efficiently so in understanding what you're working so if you're yeah. going to do a crunch then you need to understand what exactly is that working hmm. you know yeah. and if you feel it in your upper back or then 
you're probably not doing it right. You know, not probably. You're not doing it right. <laughs> you know, if you feel it, if you're feeling your neck, you're probably pulling too much on your head, you know, or you're just kind of like this with a stiff neck and your neck's not strong enough. So I'll tell people to just support their head with their fingertips, not lock behind their head. Yeah. So yeah. kind of the same thing goes like, you know, like, you know, the most basic, right? When you look at doing a sit-up, yeah, if you're doing a sit-up and if you're doing a sit-up and you're feeling it in your lower back or if you're feeling it in your quads, you're not doing it right. Right. Yeah. Now, can you cheat, you know, for those that have to do physical training tests and stuff of that nature? Yeah, of course, you can engage certain muscles to kind of help you once your core gets tired. But if you really have that good position, like Nick George said, right, understanding and knowing what should be engaging when you're doing a sit-up, if you're feeling it everywhere else, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't have any pain in your lower back unless you already have underlying back conditions. Of course, that, I mean, we can go down different route on that, but t- traditionally you shouldn't have any pain in your lower back when yeah. you're doing a sit-up. Okay. And you, sh- you know, yes, yeah. your legs start to, you know, exhaust themselves probably just because, you know, whether you're using a toe bar, toe anchor, whatever the case may be, uh, but ultimately you should be feeling it in your core. But yeah, plenty of at-home exercises you can do on the floor that do not require really any equipment other than your body. Yeah. Cool. Till next time. Till next time. Well, folks, that's all for now. Keep your eyes open for our next episode coming soon. Or make it easier on yourself and click that subscribe button right down there. Or there to the side. Or or there. Or uh, wherever it's put. Click it and you'll be notified the instant a new episode becomes available. Please let us know what you think of our show and what you'd like to hear on here in the future. Post them on the Fit Life Show Facebook page. Till next time, this is the Fit Life Show, brought to you by Fit Bodies Unlimited. Get fit, stay fit.